Uh, in the house. Your voice sounds good. Yeah, well, I lower it when I need to. Get- <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Clay, I know you've been wanting to do a mic drop this entire weekend, but please, please, please do not drop these mics. <laughs> Don't worry. I will not drop this mic. Promise. All right. Listeners, we are recording somewhat live. You're going to hear this in the future, but uh, if you hear some background noise, we're currently at the U.S. Gymnastics National Congress convention set up. Um, it's been a really great weekend. Have you had a good time, Clay? Yeah, I had a great weekend. We met some uh, Olympians. Right? Yeah, that was a good time. We, yeah, some past Olympians <laughs> that we didn't recognize. Yeah. but <laughs> We met, uh, so Shannon Miller yes. was a fun one. Trent yeah. Demas was another one. Trent that I, Demas. Yeah. Yeah, there were some other guys too from the 19, 1988 Olympics, right? Yep. Some yep. guys, yes. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So all around a fun weekend. Um, so the interesting thing is, is that we've talked with probably what I would guess to be several hundred gym owners uh, we've looked at their websites we've kind of heard some of the things that they struggle with on a on a daily basis and one thing one my big takeaway is is that oftentimes i know as a gym owner there's all these like things that i am frustrated by and struggling with uh i feel like after this weekend i'm very thankful for the things that i struggle with um would you say that's the case? Oh my gosh, much much agreed. I mean, it, it's really interesting. I mean, coming from um, the CrossFit in, CrossFit industry and then talking with these club owners, oh my gosh, they have the same pain points and um, and just the things that they do really really well and those other things that they're honestly just not sure about at all. Even some of the things that we think are so basic for them, it's just they're just almost like eye opening for them, right? So. Uh-huh. And the fascinating thing for me is that when you throw parents into the mix, because, yeah. I mean, these yeah. members, for lack of a better term, are actually kids. They're, yes. they're children. Of, and then when you throw, like, the personalities and the drama of all of all that into yeah. the mix, um, there's certainly a lot. Uh, I, there's For me, there's a lot that we can learn from, from yeah. what, some of these, what some of these guys have told us. So, um, But more specifically, I want to talk a little bit about websites. Yeah. Because we've looked through some websites, seen some really interesting ones. Yes. Uh, as a general, uh, as a general overview, what is kind of the main thing you've noticed when we've done these website audits for sure. these club uh, owners? Not, and so I think um, the biggest thing too is uh, um, you have to be really careful because these club owners, obviously, it's their baby, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's super, super. Um, it's important to them, and um, they realize that in their gyms, they're doing a great job. They're doing a really good job, which is why they're where they're growing and thriving, and why they're here because they they want to grow their business, right? Too. Um, so when it comes to websites, I just think it's sort of like an afterthought, um, something that they don't they know they've got a website, right? It's like printing a brochure. They've done it. It's done. They've got thousands sitting in uh, in a box somewhere. But it's kind of the same thing. Like like that brochure is way out of date. It's dated. It's the same thing with a website. A lot of these websites are really dated, and they just don't speak to the demographic they're going after. These parents are very savvy. They're buying on Amazon, right? They're they're buying online. Um, they're buying their call their Christmas gifts and things like that. And so they're using these big box retailers, and they want that experience to be the same. It's not. 
but they're missing a really big opportunity where these club owners can really step it up and really say, hey, yes, we understand without spending the money that the big real retailers have, we can give an experience for um, an affordable price that matches what they expect. So as a general overview, and, and I do want to get into some more specifics on things that, you know, the, the CrossFit gym owner, the gymnastics club owner, or honestly any like small local business owner can use. But as a general idea, when you've looked at these sites, do you get the impression that the club owner cares about their product, they care about their coaching, they care about their staff, they care about their athletes, but... Who, who sees that? Who knows that? Does it really, And that's kind of the weird thing. It's like inside the four walls of your business, you could have the best product. But if nobody knows you have the best product, who really cares, right? Sure, sure. One thing that I that what um, really stood out to me is when we would sit down with these uh, with these club owners, these gym owners, that they would they would almost like have to explain their website to me. So I would be going through with them, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Okay, what is it that you guys really do well?" And they're like, "Well, if you click on this page, you can see that we." I'm like. So you're so you're telling me that you're going to be in front you're going to be with every parent who's visiting your website and you're going to explain the website to them right I mean that and so they laugh right they're like oh that's really funny you know but it's the truth right because they're not there they can't they can't give their passion they can't explain why it is they do what they do so we we want them to take a look at the website with fresh eyes and say okay guys here's the deal like speak to those pain points that those parents have. Tell them that their kids are going to be safe. Tell them they're going to be in good hands and um, explain that through video, through in- engaging content, through um, smiley pictures of kids having fun, right? That's super important. So for like the gym owner listening to this now, like what's an example of what that would look like, let's say, inside of a, a CrossFit affiliate? You know, I, yeah. sure. generally speaking, wouldn't you say that every club owner you talked to was like, yeah, we've got awesome coaches. We've yeah, got an awesome program. Yeah. And I would say the most CrossFit affiliate owners are saying that same thing to themselves now. Oh, absolutely. It's no different. It does it's a local business, right? So the local business owner knows what they do really well. They're in it. They've got blinders on. They they know that their gym is strong, which is why they want it to grow. They want it to um uh, be more mature and great either get more members, athletes, gymnasts, whatever it may be, but their website doesn't speak to that because they don't do that. Like they don't look at it from their demographics or clients perspective. They look at it from their perspective and they know the lingo. They, they, they know that it makes sense and they just assume that everybody else has an hour to look on their website and read every single page. Yeah. Yeah. But so if you can understand the concept of like, we all are really, really busy people that you have maybe five minutes and five minutes to get my attention and tell me what I need to know. Um, and, and, and in a way that it's engaging, that I'll, I'll take that next step. And that next step is no matter who you are, but the local business is getting them in the door or getting them signed up. That's what the important thing is. Everything else is, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. it really doesn't matter. You can talk about how incredible your facility is, all that kind of stuff, but it's really about getting them in the door, knowing that once you get them in the door, those conversion rates go way up. One thing that I've noticed in just like peeking over your shoulder as you've been looking at these sites is it almost looks like the sites themselves, the front page, like that sort of outer, you know, signage of their business is almost speaking to their existing customers. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is a mistake. Why would you have your, you know, like, why would your signage speak to people that are already your diehard fans? Yep, yep. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of times people, they just, well, it's not that they don't... um, 
it's not that they're speaking to the existing members. They they just they just they don't know what they don't know, right? Right. right. So if they know that, okay, um, when they when they take a look at it from a fresh perspective, they're like, oh, that's right. Someone brand new is visiting my homepage and doesn't know what else to do. So they they're like they they realize like the light bulb goes off that like okay this homepage when they first visit it has to speak to the brand new person, mm-hmm. and it has to be stupid simple like assume that your clients are stupid which they're not but assume that they're stupid because they have a very short amount of time and that you basically need to give them a roadmap. Tell me what to do next. I'm landed on your website. I'm interested. Not maybe quite ready to buy, but tell me what to do next. So we tell. Every local business have a get started page. If you offer a service, what should I do next? You know how, how to engage with you. So, so what happens if we leave that up to guesswork? Like, what if you? What if I go to your page and I don't know what to do next? Like, I'm interested in your brand, which is why I'm on your page. What do I do if I'm just visiting that site? What if I don't know what to do next? What's sure? Well, it's it's a roadmap, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what it really needs to be. Yeah. And when you don't have that roadmap, then you're left to chance. And what happens is that that visitor is completely confused. So you're asking them to figure it out. You're asking them to say, "Okay, we assume you're going to look at our about us page. About us page. You assume you're going to look at our." our classes, if that's what we're going to call it, without telling them, okay, guys, you've landed on your site. Awesome. Here's what you do next. If you're interested in this, click here. If you're interested in this, click here. And that's what you can use your getting started page for. But without that, you're just assuming that they've got plenty of time to look at your website and they're going to browse for half an hour when really they've got five minutes sitting in a dentist's office when their kid's about ready to go in that they're going to check you out. So Right. So let's do one of these. So for the listener that's that, that maybe has been thinking, all right, my, my online presence or my website needs some work. It's not working for me. You've used the term brochure. Yeah. And I think that oftentimes that's the mistake is that uh, your website is just simply what we do. And it, it, it certainly needs to be more than that, especially in 2016. Your website needs to be more than this brochure of what we are. So let's just do this. So listeners, if you want to, open up your website, open up a a browser tab, and let's just kind of go through what these audits have looked like that we've done over the course of the weekend and and maybe just kind of give people some tools that they can use going forward. So there's a couple things that you can do. The first thing you want to do is forget about opening up your website. Go to Google and put yourself in the mind of or, or in the, um, the shoes of that person who's interested in your product. So the first thing you do is Google your search terms, right? Whether it's gymnastics in your town or CrossFit in your town, like do that right there. Find out where you do you even show up. Right, that's the first most important thing. So there's two places where you should show up. First is in that local map, those top listings, those top three listings for Google, where it actually shows the pin, uh, the pin for your map. Um, that's really, really important for you to show up there. Um, and if you don't, it's very, very necessary. You need to fill out your Google Places account, which is google.com forward slash business. Um, and uh, so if you don't show up, there's a couple reasons why. Either it's not filled out correctly. Or you need reviews, which is really, really important. Getting reviews is super simple. We've got a Google review generator right on our website that you can download. Um, and then second of all is, um, is is getting links to your website. So we're getting a little bit more technical, but the first thing you need to do is show up on those Google Maps. And then underneath of that is where you've got the organic ranking, right? And so that's free, and you need to show up there as well. And there's many reasons why you wouldn't show up there, um, but showing up you have to show up first. So that's the first step. So it's interesting you say that. So 
oftentimes, you know, the big thing used to be, are you on the first page of Google? It's not really even the first page anymore. Yeah. It's that maps function. Sure. So you you're you just have the you're not even in Google Maps anymore. You're in Google. They've integrated the search with the maps. Yep. So I type in, you know, let's just say CrossFit in San Jose, California, those first three map results with the map. So yes. interesting you say that. We've been driving around in a minivan mm. all weekend looking for places to eat, looking for places to stop, where do we get gas? And I've been in the passenger seat with Google open, I have not looked past those three places. No, no. And as a business owner, you would hope that people would scroll. And like we said, oh, maybe they're going to scroll and look for the best coaching. No. The best coaching in someone's <laughs> mind are the ones that show up in the top three. Exactly. I, I don't care whether it probably is very, very inaccurate. But for us, when we were in downtown San Francisco, those people that showed up in the top three are the people we chose from because, all day long. Exactly. <laughs> so at the point that you're making a decision, yes. you know, that's you know, kind of getting into human psychology on decision making. You're kind of freaked out. Sure. I mean, as it relates to sending your kids somewhere, yeah. as it relates to like your own fitness and health and feelings about yourself, you're so anxious making that decision anyway. You are. So I you see are. those top three map results. Okay, Google's made a little bit more of a decision they for have. me. And that's trust. You trust Google because you've went there to search for things and you know that those top three listings are there for a reason. So they're there because Google's given them relevance. So you're going to choose, for the most part, one of those three. So you have to show up there. So what is the, the quickest win that the listener can take away on how to get in those top three local listing results? Sure. Top thing is reviews. Reviews are huge. You need reviews on your, on your, on your Google listing. Um, people look at it. They're not going to read all those reviews, but they're going to see, hey, how many stars do they have? Do they have over four stars? Awesome. So that's huge. Um, so you have to, that's probably the easiest win that you could do right there is reviews for your website. There's other things that come into play, but that's one thing that any, everybody can improve on is getting reviews. And somebody interesting really said, so you did, uh, you were sitting here doing an audit and I was kind of, uh, listening in on it. And there was this guy who's had a competitor studio ranking above him. Yeah. And you said, Listen, look, this guy has authority. And he said, oh, no, he doesn't. He's a new kid on the block. <laughs> and nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. And they're going to give them an opportunity. Like, their gym could be so much better and probably was. Didn't matter. In the eyes of Google, they were equal. Yeah, because nobody cares. Honestly, nobody cares. if you're searching, nobody cares yep. how good, how long you've been around. They care what your customers say. Yes. And if your customers are giving you reviews, everybody thinks you're the best. Yep, you got it. And so we actually, it. this became such an important thing that continually came up that we created a review generator yeah. that you can use. So I'm going to put a link to that review generator. Uh, what you guys can do is you can print it off. You can put it in your gym. You can send it out in an email and begin to build that authority and start bumping up your, your rankings yep. in Google. Because really, honestly, like right now, Yelp reviews don't matter. Mm -hmm. Facebook reviews right now do not matter. Right now, about the only thing that matters is getting those Google local reviews. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Well, agreed. We actually created that this weekend yeah, <laughs> while we're here. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just sitting around here and <laughs> yeah. realizing that this constantly came up. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's something we created yep. just sitting around. Okay. So, we went on Google. And we look, that's the first and most important thing because that's actually how people get to our website. Yes. Really, I don't think, is anybody like typing in anything into a, a browser window anymore? Unless, yeah. 
no, we're Googling everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't know the name of your gym, especially if they're searching. So they got to find you. So yeah. that's how they're going to do it. So it's super simple. So, yeah. So once you do that, they find you. Great. Awesome. You're in the top three or um, you're in the organic rankings, rankings. So they click on you. That's the next thing, you know. And so when they land on your site, you got five seconds. You have five seconds for someone in someone's mind to say, can I trust this? Can I trust this business? Is it someone that I want to look further in? And is the, is the information easy to understand? You know, and so that's it. That's really what it comes down to. You've got a really short window to say, have I landed in the right place? Because if not, I'm out of here and I'm going to look because I'm going to be comparing you against the other competition. So you have a very short window to capture that. So what we say is a lot of sites that we've looked at talk about how great they are and, and, and they talk about themselves. And honestly, nobody cares. Like nobody cares about your business. I know that's a blow and we say that to people in a nice way, but really that's it. You know, all they care about is what it's in it for me. If it's your kid that's going to be joining the club or if you as a, an adult joining a gym, it's like, what's in it for me? How will you take care of my needs? Because my needs aren't being met. Like either my kid needs something or like I'm tired of being tired of, of sitting on the couch. Like, will, can you offer me what I want? And if you can and it's explained in a good way or the visuals or the video are there and explained in a good way, I'll give you a chance. I won't look any further. And so to just... And what I'm hearing you say is that if I look at my website, I need to look at it as a sort of selfish consumer. Exactly. What is in it for me? Yep. And it's not, they at this point, they don't care about quality of product. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, are you meeting my needs? Are you speaking to my needs? Yep. It's true. One of the websites that we looked at this weekend, their top headline, their big real estate over their slider said, state-of-the-art facility. To me, that means nothing to a potential parent. Like, state-of-the-art, what does that mean anyway? That's such a generic term. And I'm not trying to, um, to make this gym look bad, but I'm just saying, like, that sounds like a really good tagline to start with. But it means nothing because what is a state-of-the-art facility? That's great. You have good equipment. But I assume all gyms have good equipment, right? Yeah. So, or and they wouldn't be in the, business. Yeah. And I don't even know the difference between good equipment and bad equipment yes. at yes. this point. Yeah. So one, another gym that had, did a good job is talked about um, developing your child, not the gymnast, right? That was to me, okay, they get it. They're speaking to the pain point. Okay, great. Yes, I want our kids to do um, gymnastics or whatever. That's where we were this weekend. But the reality of it is I want to know that you're going to take care of my child. And if you can deliver on that by one line, by saying we get it, we understand your needs, and we're here to help, you got my business. Or at least give you a chance. So you kind of nailed it there. You said uh, that you have five seconds to develop trust. That's the first thing that we're trying to do is develop trust when I land on your website. So you know, what are a couple ways that, you know, let's say that for the CrossFit affiliate owner listening to this mm -hmm. right now, you know, how when I land on that home page, what are some ways that we can build that trust in those first five seconds? Sure. So a very emotional tagline or, or header that you can appeal to those things that, that, that they're frustrated about. Like, um, are you tired of being tired? Are you ready to change your life? Um, uh, almost like, do you need a kick in the butt? You know what I mean? If you're going to be just 
flat out honest with them, that's what they need because what they're doing is not working. They're going to the Globo gym. They're trying to do it at home. They can't, they're not staying accountable, you know? So it's like, that's the kind of thing you have to, you have to appeal to. And what really, really helps is a really strong emotional question. Um, but then back it up with a very strong visual of what success looks like. So that's close-ups of people in your gym smiling, not doing an intense workout because that would scare me away. I'd be like, oh, crap, I heard that this is hard. I'm not going to do it. So show what success looks like with that emotional tie-in of someone smiling or um, a group of people saying after a workout, not before, after a workout, sweating. Um, that, that's what it would appeal to me. Absolutely. So that, that, that sort of high-five moment. Yeah. You know, it, I, okay. Those are the pictures we want to see on your website. You know, those intense pictures of someone getting a PR or some girl doing getting a PR or whatever. That does not work. Mm-hmm. That does not work. So. Okay. So we've hit on uh, Google. So that's how people are finding our website. Nobody's going in and going to www.claysgym.com. Nobody's doing that. They're going to Google. Uh, you show up in those first three results. I click on your website. So you're first of these map results, and I'm on your website, and I see you know people high-fiving, maybe people out for a happy hour. Sure. You know, one of your – I'm sure you do all these gym events, so show those. Yes. And all right, so y- you've tied me in emotionally. Now let's talk about, like, functionality. Now mm-hmm. how do we get this website actually turning that visitor that trusts me – now coming through my door. Sure. Um, just a couple things that has to be super easy to use. So I know that may sound like just commonplace and that's like ridiculously stupid, but the reality of it is, is your website probably is not easy to use. It has to be mobile responsive. So honestly, look at your website cause, um, from, uh, from your smartphone because that's how everybody is looking at it. Like you want people to look at it on your desktop or laptop or whatever, but they're not. They're looking at it on their smartphone. So um, it has to be easy to use. What I'm saying, what I'm talking about that is literally provide me a very simple roadmap of what to do next. Make the navigation clear. Um, make sure that it's, it's very easy to understand. It's consistent and that you, you have a getting started page that literally walks me through what I should do next. I'm interested can I schedule a free one-on-one? Can I schedule a free class? Can I come in for, can you guarantee that I'll, that I'll, um, that I'll have a good experience? Can, can you offer that to me? So making it simple is super important, uh, appealing to their emotions. And then second is providing social proof. So if there's local businesses that you work with or that you support or that you um, like co-brand with, show them. Because to me, like having just not your business promoting yourself, but having other businesses saying, hey, I trust these guys. I trust you. That would be validation to me to be like, it's not just you alone. You've got, you've got the support of the community and other businesses that I go to. So if they, they trust you and they promote you, I'll, promote you. I'll, I'll go to your business. So something that just dawned on me as far as like ease of use and functionality, especially from the mobile phone, if you think about who your customers are. You had mentioned an example of a parent waiting for their kid in the dentist's office. You know, Susie was talking about gymnastics, so I'm going to Google gymnastics from my phone in the five minutes that I'm waiting on Susie to be done. But let's, you know, look at the CrossFit affiliate, for example. Uh, Chances are somebody's at work, or they just got off of work, Mm -hmm. or they're maybe, like, in the morning getting ready to go to work. So 
think about all of these times are when you're coaching classes. But, but just the nature of your consumers, you're serving your customers at the time when your future customers will be looking for you. That's just their schedule. So, you know, this idea of like, I always think about this, like, I, I don't want to force people to call me. Because chances are they're going to call me at a time when there's a class going on or when I'm interacting with my existing customers. And, and I know that we want to be like, oh, we need this super personalized touch. But the reality of the matter is, is that people want convenience yeah. first. Yeah. So what are some ways that we can maybe begin to think about that first customer journey as they become future members of our gym? Yeah, that's a really good point. I don't think a lot of people think about that. I think they, they think about, okay, cool. Hey, we've got an option for someone to call. And that's like, well, you know what? Most people don't want to call you. I mean, they don't. They're busy. And think about yourself. You would probably rather text somebody than have them to pick up the phone, schedule a time. Oh, crap. This is not going to work. I've got five minutes. i got to pick up my kid and I'm supposed to get on a call. Like, it's, it's just a pain in the neck, right? So we lead, live, we lead busy lives. So what does that mean? Okay. You need to give people an opportunity to connect with you in any way that you can. Whether it's, sure, hey, you want to schedule a free class? Pick up the phone. You want to email me? No problem. Here's their email address. Hey, by the way, if you want to text, great, do it. And also, hey, by the, here's a form that you can fill out. You know, whether it's an integration that we use, whether it's Acuity or Schedule Once, where they can actually book appointment right there on your website. So there's no interaction. It's completely automated, but the process is extremely professional and simple for the for the end user. the The user experience is awesome, and from your aspect. You, you basically book a time in your calendar where they come in and that's, it, it just happens very seamlessly. People will be expecting that. Right now it's a cool feature, but soon they're going to be expecting that because we lead such busy lives. On, I mean, for me, if I'm going to put either like my kid in, in the example of gymnastics or my own health in the hands of a coach, for me, I see if they have that scheduling like into, like that customer integration process super dialed in and super professional like that's one step closer to me putting like the health of my body in their hands and yeah. you know this like not having that dialed in in my opinion is sure. just like does not breed professionalism sure and you can these integrations should be on your site like this should exist it is just think about your experience for whatever it is i mean you've got let's say you've got someone to come to to fix your plumbing right let's say okay they show up they say they're going to be there 11 30 they show up 11 30 they're they don't have to be dressed in a suit and tie of course but you expect them to be professional you don't want them to be dirty you don't want them to stink you know you don't want to walk in your and all over your carpets with your with their shoes on like there needs to be a system a process to it that you kind of expect right they may be a little late because that's whatever, that's a contractor's world, but you don't want them showing up at 1230 or even 1030. You know, you want them to show up on time. So you as a business need to look at the experience that your clients are going to have in the exact same way. And then think, how can you eliminate the roadblocks? How can you make that experience easier? Because a lot of times that's the difference between choosing you and going to the guy down the street. So there's so many simple things in the process that you can automate, which is amazing with software now, without a lot of work. Really, without a little bit of work, you can automate some of those things that take so much time that you could comp- really, really professionalize your business. 
Absolutely. So we, we've spoken to the customers ready to join your gym, ready to join your studio, ready to join your club. Now, we know that 95% of the people that land from Google onto your site are not ready to be your customers. So what does our website need to do to be able to speak to those people that are just visiting? They're not going to schedule anything with you today. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got some overhead some speaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for that, <clears throat> knowing that most people are not ready to buy, you're, the best thing that you can do from a local business perspective is capture their email address. Now, that's maybe a new concept to a lot of people. Um, some people have, hey, subscribe to our newsletter on their website, and that's like, uh, that's that's a that's a good start, but better than nothing. Nobody will ever subscribe to your newsletter, right? I mean, come on. Like, would you subscribe to someone's newsletter if it just said that? You'd be like, I do not want more spam. Never. Yeah. Yep. So, what does that mean? It means that you have to provide value to them. If someone lands on your website, they're not familiar with. There's no relationship whatsoever. What does that mean? It means providing value to them. What would you want to get if you were looking for a yoga studio? Um, a dentist, a whatever, if there was something that they could give you, like what to expect before you come in, or hey, here's five things that you can do at home um, to, to prepare for your dentist appointment, whether it's brush your teeth, floss. I mean, I'm just I'm yeah. pulling, but I'm saying from a fitness um, facility, there's so many things that you can provide value to start building that relationship to say, hey, you can trust us. We're going to provide information for you. Whether it's, hey, here's five tips that you can do to help your family eat, eat better um, during the week, right? Just little things like that, that someone's like, hey, I want that. I'll give you my email address and name for that. And then once you have that, then you can nurture that person. Because that person, you're right, they're probably not ready. They just are sitting in the dentist's office. They've got a couple minutes. They're checking it out. But you captured that email address. So what that means is maybe in two weeks or three weeks or a month, they will be ready. And if you can stay top of mind in front of them, just through some value-based emails, just answering their questions about fitness, they're going to give you an opportunity all day long. You know, and one thing that, you know, Clay, you and I have always had the philosophy of being super transparent about, about things that we do. And, you know, if you want an example of this, we've already mentioned it, is this Google review generator. Like, we created this. We're going to put it, you know, we're going to put it on our website. I'm going to link to it. You, the listener, can go there, put in your email address, and download this thing, and it's not spammy. I mean, if you actually use a Google review generator, you get 20 reviews, you become the first organic search option in your city, that generator will probably return to you 50 grand over the next several years. That's, that's actual value mm -hmm. in your life, and it's... And you can also return these types of things sure. to your customers without being, you know, spammy or, or weird. Yeah, and we're huge believers in, right, don't recreate the wheel. Look around what other people are doing. Find out. I know you guys have all given your email for something. So look why. Why did you give your email? What was something of value that you got that you're like, yeah, absolutely. I will trade my email for that piece of information. So that's, Matt, that's a great example because for us, the value is so much better than getting an email address from somebody. But for us, it may be the first in for someone like you where we're just going to build a relationship. We're not going to ask you to buy anything. We're just going to provide a lot of value for that email address. And hopefully over time that you'll, you'll realize that, hey, we, we do believe in what we're doing. We do want you to trust us. And when you're ready, then you'll make the decision to use one of our services. 
and that is how and that's really where this sort of uh, nurturing that's where we show the quality and value of our service it's not on that you know what I mean it's not we're the best coaches or we're the best at marketing or we're the best at websites it's it's that slow long tail value that we can provide for people so to recap this discussion uh, number one go to Google uh, Google your search terms so whatever you provide gymnastics CrossFit weightlifting powerlifting bodybuilding your city search that you need to show up in those top three um, second, when you get to that homepage, you need to be building trust and speaking to your audience. Um, very clearly, you're going to have five seconds to show people that you're trustworthy. And lastly, uh, the site needs to perform. You yep. need to be able to schedule something right there. Schedule it at midnight. Schedule it at five in the morning while you're on the train. Schedule it on a bathroom break. Whatever it is, uh, it needs to perform. And then you need to have an option for your customers that are not ready to buy yes. right then. Yep. Cool. Build your email list. Awesome. Yep. Clay, anything else to leave them with? Oh, man, no. It's been great. We've been, it's been such a privilege to be at this. It's really fun meeting other business owners that have the same struggles. They're, they just want to grow their business. They want to provide awesome value. And honestly, it's really cool to meet people that are super passionate about wanting to change people's lives through fitness. And honestly, we're just considered a huge privilege to be here and to experience it. Awesome. That's a great place to leave it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.